Hey, you. Yeah, you. Love the show and want more content? Want to be part of some of our hilarious adventures? Ever wish you could be part of the squad and team up with us in our fight to save the galaxy? Well, now you can. Head over to MultiplayerSquad.com and check out some of the awesome benefits we offer to our official squad mates. We offer a ton of extra ways you can interact with us and the show. We certainly aren't above bribery to earn your support, but we think you'll love all the extras that come with supporting this independent podcast. Thank you for listening and supporting the show. Now on to what's sure to be our greatest episode ever. Hello, and welcome to the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast, where we release two episodes each week with family-friendly discussions about gaming. Please remember to subscribe, rate us five stars, and leave a review. If you enjoy the show, and especially if you're a long-time listener, would you guys consider supporting the show? You can visit MultiplayerSquad.com, which links to our Patreon page, where you can earn some awesome perks and help keep the show running. We're just a couple of dads with regular full-time jobs, we run this independent podcast on the side, so your support definitely goes a long way. If you're new to the show, on Mondays we cycle between two types of episodes. We either do a deep dive episode where we just spend the entire hour talking about a single game, or we do a bonus round episode where we dive into a particular gaming topic. And today we just so happen to be scheduled for a deep dive episode, which we are very excited to talk to you guys today breaking down Hood Outlaws and Legends. But first, we do need some introductions. I am your host, Paul, and joining me, his crossbow is locked and loaded with three bolts, he's got his smoke bomb at the ready, and he's hiding in the bushes. It's my co-host, Josh. I feel like the title of this game fits me perfectly. Outlaw and Legend, Paul. <laughs> if only I had Troll in there, too. You know, Trolls, Outlaws, and Legends. Yeah, then it would be there's, custom made. The game would be perfect in all aspects. <laughs> Very nice. So we are going to be talking all things Hood today. Although before we do jump into the regular episode, we do actually have quite a few new Patreon supporters. Oh, buddy! This is... This is going to be a record for the show so far. We have a whopping five new people that we're going to give shout outs to. Five wonderful, smart, amazing, cool, talented people, Paul. <laughs> they might be our five favorite people, at least until next week when oh, we announce oh, the new ones. <laughs> they'll always be my favorite. <laughs> well, uh, th this group of people can at least enjoy the next week where there they're my favorite. Uh, first up, we have Larko, who hails from the UK. Larko, I thought this was great. He didn't. He didn't wait at all. He jumped into Discord, starting calling us lads and mate. And I was like, "Are you from the UK or Australia or something?" And he said, "Yeah, he's from the UK." So we've got Larko, who also has quite the PC setup. We saw a oh, couple yeah, pictures man. of that. Yeah. So we've uh, had Larko in there. We also have another Patreon supporter. His name is Lucas. I actually don't know which Discord account it's linked up to, or even if Lucas is on Discord. So, you know, Lucas, I, I think you know who you are, but, you know, thank you for the support. Welcome to to our Patreon. Hey, Lucas might just be a, a lurker, and that's fine. You know, we, sure. we definitely appreciate the support, and if uh, if he's lurking and he's just checking things out, then then that's fine, too. And if it's George Lucas, then, you know, maybe 
bump that up a tier or two. You know, I think I think you can afford it. Oh, I just kind of uh, assumed there was George Lucas. <laughs> yeah, I always make that assumption if it's a Lucas. And then finally, we have a three for one. Josh, we're bringing in entire families hey. into our Patreon family. It's this is a very smart, <laughs> wise family, Paul. They uh, they they know what's good and uh, and they like supporting what is good. Yeah, absolutely. So we have added Ms. Jen thirteen fifteen along with her two daughters, Natalie and Rachel Ray, which made me uh, laugh when I first saw that. But they are super sweet family. They love Kingdom Hearts. They love music from Kingdom Hearts. They love cats. They have been very active in the Discord, and, and we're very happy to have all three of them around as well. Yeah, it's super cool. I, I got to give shout out to to all of them because it's. I, I mean, honestly, this is one of the things we love. It's a, it's a great family environment. Uh, it's really cool to see a a family that is all there having fun, chatting it up. I have learned more about Kingdom Hearts in the last like two weeks. You know than I ever have, um, which is really cool. But I like that, right? It's good to like broaden the horizons a little bit. Um, Miss Jen is starting Resident Evil Village, uh, so I'm yep. very anxious <laughs> to hear you know what she thinks about that. But uh, no, seriously, thank you to all of to all of our supporters, uh, but especially our new ones. <laughs> yes, you have a special <laughs> place in our hearts. But yeah, the the Discord's really been hopping. I was even kind of poking fun at how. I'm starting to fall in the ranks of the most active users because I'll just leave for one work appointment and come back and it's 175 plus new messages and I'm, you know, trying to keep up and stay active in there, but we have tons of active people like a family. They're they're chatting, they're even sharing things, right they're- Josh? I, all right. I know everybody's probably getting tired of us here, like talking about the Discord server, but there's a reason that we keep hyping it because as gamers, you need to be around other gamers. And unfortunately, there's a lot of the gaming community that is super toxic, right? Like, I, I, it's just an unfortunate thing. I don't know where this came from, you know, and it's like, I like trolling people. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm a saint when it comes to gaming and stuff like that, right? Like, you guys know, all right? But it's just, it's super cool to have this community of people that are all just really cool to each other. Nobody's a jerk. You know, everybody's there to help each other out, play games together, have fun. And I got I got to share this story, man. I'm going to leave the names out of it just because I don't want to call anybody out specifically and maybe make them feel a little uncomfortable or anything like that. But... We have a a user in our Discord that ordered a graphics card, and he was really excited to get it in, and it turns out it was not very good at all. It was not able to play the games that he wanted to play, and you could tell he was really bummed about it. And then, dude, out of one of the coolest gestures I have seen in a while, another user of ours uh, offered him an RX 580 graphics card. Which is a good right. card. That's what my kids have in their computers. Well, one of my kids has in their computer right now. It's a, it's a rock solid card. And if you know anything about the graphics card market right now, this card's probably a four hundred dollar card, if not a little bit more. You know, due to the, the supply issues. And this guy just gave it to the other user, and yeah. that it blew that dude's mind. Man, it was the coolest thing I have seen in a really long time, but that's what we are trying to build. That's what this community is about to see people stepping up and helping each other out with stuff to see this guy just give this graphics card to this other dude 
you know, was super awesome to see. You know who you are. We know you're listening. So thank you for that. Um, but yeah, this is what we're trying to build and we are building it. I mean, it's been taken off. It's really great. I'm, I'm couldn't be more happy with what we've got going on right now. Yeah. Such a cool sign of generosity. I, I thought about sharing the name, but then at the same time, I don't want people joining the discord and starting to hit them up with DMS. <laughs> like, Hey dude, got, got any more of them graphics cards? I was going to say the, <laughs> I know exactly what you're referencing there too. Uh, yeah, yeah. But yes, that's why I didn't want to, like I said, no names involved there. It was a seriously kind act. Um, and uh, like I said, we, we know it. Thank you for doing that. Um, but yeah, if you want to be part of this community, like I said, come join our Discord server. It is not a mega server. Like it's funny because we have people that join and they're like, Oh, I love the fact that there's not like 10,000 people in here just spamming stuff nonstop. Um, it's, it's great. It is growing. Um, but it's, it's awesome. Honestly, come check it out. Yeah. So if you want to come join our free Discord, there is a link in the episode description. And if you ever visit our website, which is at multiplayerpodcast.com, there is also a link to our Discord. And then one last thing here before jumping into Hood. Josh, you got a couple of reviews you wanted to read here on the show? Do have a couple of reviews. It's been a little while. I, uh, we've actually been getting a lot more reviews. We are officially up to 225 reviews as of this recording. Oh. So, Paul. Very nice. It's time to, it's time to make the push to 250. <laughs> You know, if if you're listening right now and you have not left us a review, please leave us a review. Tell us what you think of the show. Um, It really helps out. Maybe it'll get read on the show, but it really does help. And we're, we're, we're pushing to that 250 mark. So, all right. First review. This one comes in from whatever 1315 and it's titled Love, Love, Love. This review is long overdue, but I was looking for a gaming podcast that I can listen to with my girls, and I came across this one. We listened to the first one and fell in love with it. The guys are hilarious, and the content is great. Usually, every episode has me cry laughing at some point. Definitely recommend. Grateful to you guys for doing this every week. So, Oh, thank you, whatever. Yeah, That's very nice. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Uh, that was awesome. And then uh, oddly, I completely forgot about this, but just in a, in a sheer, uh, uh, good, good, uh, coincidence here. This one comes in from Yo Larko. Oh, I, I think <laughs> so I know this. I actually pulled this a while back <laughs> and then I forgot that we were going to thank him as a new supporter on here. So here you go, Larko. You get your, your review read on the show too. Uh, and it's titled The Podcast You Never Knew You Needed. Said, hi guys, been absolutely loving the pod. I'm a bit sad I only discovered you guys a couple weeks ago, but I'm so glad I did. I work 42 to 50 hours a week, and this is one of the main podcasts I now constantly listen to while working, and it really makes the time fly, binging all of your previous episodes. As I'm British, I didn't think I'd get along with your style of comedy or storytelling, but you smash it out of the park every episode, and I'm hooked. Just joined the Discord and signed up on your Patreon. Keep up the good work, boys. I'm excited to see how you grow. P.S. Will there possibly be a Biomutant deep dive when it releases? Ooh. Ooh. Biomutant has been a topic <laughs> of conversation in the last few days, and I'm a little bummed, Paul. I It's not getting very good reviews. I was thinking about picking it up day one. I'm going to wait to hear from some some real-world people. The The reviews on it have been mediocre, so I'm actually yeah. waiting to see like what Larko thinks. A few of the other people in our Discord are playing it right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get some real world recommendations first before I pick that up. 
Yeah, I don't think anyone should hold their breath waiting for a Biomutant episode, but you know, Larko, thanks, mate. Yeah. I'm going to make some bangers and mash in your honor for the family tomorrow. You know, celebrate some of that oh, they say British culture. That's how they say thank you. So you say cheers. Cheers, cheers Larko. <laughs> oh, very nice. Well, thank you, everyone. You know, please consider leaving a review if you haven't already. It helps the show get highlighted and helps other people find it. So we really do appreciate it. All right. Well, I think it's time, Josh. Let's it jump is, into Hood, Outlaws, and Legends. All right. Steam writes, In a violent medieval world, outplay rival gangs in intense PvPVE multiplayer heists. Moving in stealth to steal treasures unseen or dominating through loud and brutal combat, only the best will escape with hard-earned riches. All right. So, Josh, with that description of the show, I think the thing that would probably be most unfamiliar to people is the description of it being an intense PvPVE game. I think this is still a relatively new genre a lot of people probably don't really know a whole lot about. So why don't you you share with the people what that means? PvPVE. Boy, that is hard to say. Basically what this is, is it is a PvP-focused game, but there are... NPC computer controlled AI that exists that you have to deal with at the same time. The cycle was probably the crowning example of a good PVE VP game. Uh, unfortunately, we all know how the cycles has gone, but it's it's a lot of fun. It's a genre that we really enjoy because you have the competition aspect of dealing with other teams and other squads and stuff like that. But at the same time, it's not just like Call of Duty deathmatch. There's actually stuff that you need to do. And to do that, you need to account for the AI, like computer-controlled PvE element of stuff as well. Um, it's a fairly new genre. Um, people are starting to dabble in it. Some successfully, some not so much. Uh, Scavengers is another game that we've talked about on the show that is in this genre as well. I know that we are big fans of the genre, it's just that there's not a ton of games out that do it well. So when Hood came out, I know that it instantly caught our attention because this is a game that's in the genre that we went, oh man, I want to play this game. It's right up our alley. So we picked it up and, you know, like I said, we're going to deep dive it, but that's what it is. It's a really neat mix of a lot of different mechanics. And I love the competitive aspect of this genre as well. Yeah, generally speaking, these games do slant a little more toward the PvP elements, but it's almost like trying to mash a co-op campaign kind of game along with the PvP multiplayer, and it has resulted in some interesting titles. I don't feel like anyone's really smashed it out of the park quite yet. I I feel like we've bought every single game that has come out. The Hunt Showdown is another one that would qualify under this genre. Oh, that's a good call, yep. Yeah, and, and you know, we've we've played all of these. I feel like there's so much still to explore. I feel like everyone's still trying to figure out where the balance lies and what's the best way to do it. And so Hood jumped in and they decided, you know, let's get into this. And they decided to build it entirely on Robin Hood lore, which I think is rather interesting because I don't know that I ever thought that we needed a Robin Hood kind of game. So, you know, let's just talk a little bit about what hood is actually like you know how is it related to the robin hood universe and how do the matches actually work 
So the characters are straight out of Robin Hood. Uh, you have Robin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, if, if you didn't know, that's, that's Robin Hood. Uh, he yep. is the archer of the group. Uh, you know, there's four characters total that you can pick from, and they all do play very different in my opinion. So I do like the, the character aspect of this game, but you've got Robin. He's your atypical or prototypical archer. Uh, you know, he has a bow. He can melee, but that's not his strong point. Um, he, you know, each character has like, it, like an equipment that they can use that you have to like collect. And his is like a flashbang that blinds your opponent. Uh, he gets, every character has like an ultimate ability. So Robbins is this like exploding arrow that just will one shot people. Uh, he, he's a lot of fun. He's more of like the scout of the group. Um, so he, he's very good at like tagging enemies and stuff like that. He get, you get bonus experience for doing that kind of stuff. Um, you have John, uh, you know, who's also pretty famous in the Robin Hood uh, lore. He's just your giant, tanky, bruiser, melee fighter. Just dumb as an ox and strong as one, too, is kind of the, the gist you get of that. Sorry, John, I don't mean to insult your intelligence there, but uh, that's kind of how he plays in the game. Uh, Tuck, I'm going to call him Tuck, even though everybody calls him Took, because it's spelled T-O-O-K-E. But Robin Hood is Friar Tuck, so I think people are saying his name wrong. Uh, I'm not entirely sure, but yeah. I'm calling him Tuck because that fits the that fits the lore, even though it does seem weird because it's spelled nothing like that. Uh, he's 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 sitting on one man because this guy's scary. He's this bald, completely tatted up, like mean looking dude with this flail sensor thing that's like he just whips it into people's faces and smashes you with it uh he's the healer of the group even though he doesn't really heal his ultimate is a heal we'll get into why maybe that doesn't really work quite so much later on um but he is a melee fighter he's got like aoe swings which i think is what sets him apart from john more so than like anything else. And he can kind of throw that flail out a little bit. It's pretty short range, but it's a little bit longer range than John as well. But he's definitely a brawler. And then you have Marianne, who you kind of hinted that I like to play in the beginning of the episode. Marianne is your stealthy rogue assassin type character. Uh, she isn't very strong in melee at all, but she's got this little wrist crossbow that she can shoot at people she can assassinate people from any direction. I'm sure we'll get into assassinations here in a little bit. Um, but oh, yeah. she's, yeah, she's your stealthy one. She's your one that's kind of sneaking around off on her own. Usually you don't want to fight her in a one V one because a good talented Marianne is almost impossible to kill. Uh, but that's all the characters. And I, I love how different they are. I feel like there is a character for everybody, even though you can play, you know, all of them and, and kind of figure that out. But I, I really do enjoy the characters in this game. Yeah, so the entire backdrop is, you know, Robin Hood. It, the game also incorporates the Sheriff of Nottingham. So to provide context of the gameplay, basically you have two rival gangs that both spawn into the world at the same time. Your goal is to go find the Sheriff of Nottingham, and you have to grab a key off of him. Once you have the key, it tells you at the bottom of the screen where a vault is. And so basically the idea is that both gangs are trying to sneak their way more or less, you know, some groups are going to be louder than others. But the idea is, is the intention is to sneak in, find the vault, unlock it with the key, grab a chest of gold, and then slowly carry it toward where you can extract it using a winch. 
So basically, there are several guards all throughout the castle keep. So you are fighting the guards, you are fighting the enemy team. There's the the stealth is supposed to be utilized more than what we've normally seen. If you do alert guards, you appear on the minimap to the enemy team. So there's definitely benefit to staying stealthy. The maps are somewhat procedurally generated. There are multiple spawn points. So if you die, whatever spawn points your team currently owns, you get to respawn at. And basically you just, you know, rinse and repeat until someone is able to extract the treasure and the matches. I think they generally take, what would you say, about 10 minutes, maybe 15 at the very most? It really depends because if the team's coordinated and they know what they're doing, the match can, yeah, it can go about 10 minutes. But you and I have played some matches that I feel have carried on to like 20, almost 30 minute mark because nobody's trying to extract the treasure. It just turns into this like PvP brawl fest where, yeah. where everybody's just fighting all the time and nobody's actually focusing on getting the treasure out of there. Yeah, and I know that there's some games where that can sometimes happen. Like, you'll have games of Battlefield where no one's actually trying to take points. Everyone's just fighting in the same locations. Hood can sometimes fall into that trap. But it is 4v4, and there is no limit to how many people can play certain characters. So even though it does look a little goofy, you could actually hypothetically have eight Johns running around who all look exactly the same with the same weapon and the same skill sets. So you're not locked into one of each character. I think the idea is to utilize the skills of having multiple characters on your team. But we've actually had some of our our most success by stacking one character and using them to their advantage. And we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. I think it's interesting that you say all the characters feel so different because I actually feel almost the opposite. Really? I feel like I feel like there's a lot of overlap with everyone cuz everyone's got just two attacks. You've got either a slow attack and a long attack or it's a melee and a range attack. You have your one item which is generally some kind of grenade. It it either explodes or it produces smoke or whatever it might be and then you build up your ultimate. But a lot of this game ultimately comes down to assassinations. So what you can do in this game is you can actually crouch and you can walk up behind anybody in the game except the Sheriff of Nottingham, but another enemy player or any guard, you can actually sneak up, hit a button, and it's an automatic kill where there's basically a five-second animation. They will knock out the guard or that person silently, and even in a lot of the team combat... Everyone is basically doing their best to try to assassinate one another. (laughs) So it leads to a lot of these fights of running around bushes and trying to run around one another. And so they are different, but I actually feel like there's a lot of overlap. Uh, There's overlap in the combat, but the characters feel pretty different to me. Now, see, here's the thing. I don't play a whole lot of John or Tuck. I, I have played both of them, but I generally play either Robin or Marianne, who... Even though they have range, they're range, you know, they're considered range characters, they they play very differently. And then mm-hmm. when I do hop on to to John, he plays so different than Marianne or Robin to me that for me, it feels like there's a vast difference there. You know, it's either you're running up and smashing people in the face with John's, you know, two-handed hammer, or you're you're dodging quickly and trying to fire off these little crossbow shots quickly as Marianne. Or you're perched up real high somewhere as Robin trying to headshot people. You know, I, I feel like there's a pretty good difference in the characters there. Now, when it comes down to a brawl, 
and everybody's fighting on point, then yeah, there's not a ton of difference there because it's just sheer chaos. And the goofiest thing in this game (laughs) you touched on, the assassinations make sense from a thematic standpoint in the sense that like there's stealth is a big part of this game. And if you can sneak up behind somebody, you should be able to assassinate them, right? Like, hey, I caught you unaware. It's a one-shot kill. I assassinated you. Ha ha. Let me teabag you now. You know, whatever. (laughs) But the stupidest, goofiest thing in this game is instead of a brawl where everybody is smashing each other in the face with weapons, all you see are people playing... Like Duck Duck Goose almost, where you just yep. see characters crouching up and down, circling around each other because they're trying to get an assassination off. And why this game allows assassinations in the middle of a melee brawl is beyond me. It's just, it's absolute insanity. It's terrible. Like, honestly, we have said in game, this is the dumbest mechanic I have, I think I've ever seen, man, because it's a PvP game. It's a melee PvP game for the most part. You want to, you want to fight these people. And then you're fighting this one guy and this other guy crab walks or duck walks up and down and manages to get just <laughs> enough behind you to push a button and he assassinates you right in the middle of this fight. It's absolutely infuriating. It really is. It's just, it's sheer stupidity, man. I I get that, like, allow assassinations in the game. That's fine. Do not allow assassinations during a melee brawl on a point. Like, it, it just doesn't fit, man. So one of the reasons why this is such a popular tactic, there's a couple issues. I do feel like this is a fixable problem. I can't imagine that they're going to leave this mechanic the way it currently is. But then again... People played this in beta, they knew this is how the game functioned, and they kept it. But what happens is you have a stamina meter, like you do with basically any type of melee game. If you swing, if you dodge, it uses up some of that stamina meter, and ultimately you can really only swing maybe two or three times, and you can dodge maybe twice, and now your bar is empty, yeah, and you're you just, just sitting duck. You nothing without stamina. Yeah, you got nothing. You have to really manage that stamina well. And so it's quicker, and it's easier... To just try to run around one another. (laughs) Now, this is very silly also because if I start assassinating someone and another guy is cracking me in the head with a hammer, it does not stop the assassination. So if any damage broke the assassination animation and then you're just back to normal combat, that would be fine. But instead, the only time it will break an assassination is if you completely kill the other character And the animation is short enough and the stamina bars deplete so fast that it's, I've seen so few assassinations actually broken. Most of them go all the way and then you're just dead and you're swinging a hammer and just some idiot ran around you quicker. So especially since this game is crossplay, people who use controllers on console cannot get around and as they can't turn on a dime like you can on PC. So famously, PC players are outperforming console simply because it's easier to get around them for an assassination. I if you check like their Reddit, it's it's the main. There's two main complaints. We'll get into the other one here in just a minute, but it, it's the major complaint is assassinations are just stupid. I, I get it. Maybe let Marianne assassinate. <laughs> right? She's the stealthy rogue character. Make it unique to her. Um, let other people assassinate the NPCs. 
right? Like that right. makes sense. Like you sneak up on them because you're supposed to be stealthy in that part of the game. They got to fix this. Like hands down, they've got to fix this assassination thing. You, you know, you and I have commented in many a match how stupid it is to be in the middle of a fight. You're facing off somebody that the fighting part is fun just to have some guy that partially gets far enough behind you that the game thinks it's, you know, he's within range of the assassination and people are just spamming a button. You know, it, it really yeah. does look stupid. Number one, it really is stupid. Number two, because that's not the way that you should die in the middle of a brawl. Um, time to kill in the game is honestly is not too bad in the actual, like you're fighting each other sense. It's pretty fast for the most part. Like this is not like you're sitting there just wailing on each other over and over. But there is nothing more infuriating than trying to face off against somebody to have the other person just walk behind you and then assassinate you instantly with literally nothing you can do about it. Like, there's no defense to it. That's the other problem. It's like you, it, there's no timing to like push a button to stop it. Stamina is so little in this game that you really can't dodge away from it, you know, and try to maintain that positioning. It's just, it really is broken and they really need to fix it, man. <laughs> I'm 100% with you. So let's go back to when we first loaded up Hood for the first time. I think you and I played like with just random people online. I don't think we played in groups to start, but what were your initial thoughts jumping into Hood? Was there anything particularly positive or negative what were your initial impressions I, I they were good honestly like the graphics are better than i thought they were going to be i had seen a couple little gameplay like videos and i thought man these graphics are pretty bad the animations i thought were kind of janky looking and then we loaded in and i was like okay like this looks pretty good the animations are better than i thought they were going to be they're nothing to write home about um, you, you start off in your camp, you know, so there's a little bit to explore and stuff like that. They, they do kind of give you like a tutorial and then you can go up against like AI if you want to, just to kind of get the lay of the land. My initial impressions were pretty good, honestly, until we played our first match because <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me so tell you, liked you the menu and the tutorial. Yeah. So the, the, yeah, the base camp, the menu and the tutorial was great. And then you hop into a match. And then we get to problem number two in this game, and that is matchmaking. I, I don't know. Maybe it's it's a fairly new game. I mean, it's only been out for what? As of this recording, like two and a half weeks? Out. Three weeks? Two weeks. It came out May 10th. Okay. So yeah, I mean, it's only two weeks in. So it's still a new game. Like, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of time for them to fix these issues. Um, but matchmaking is issue number two. Because I remember the first match I played, I was going up against like level 70 people and I was a level one. And there is progression in this game to where you do unlock perks that make your character better. So a level one guy against a level 70 guy is not good matchmaking. Like plain right. and simple, like, yes, there's skill involved in the combat, but why am I going up against a full team of highly rated ranked people against my newbie team over here. We got absolutely destroyed, man. And yeah, it, it, it to the point where when some of our other friends started joining and playing the game, what did we tell them, Paul? Uh, don't play this game. Cause it's, <laughs> <laughs> well that, and we remember that we literally said, Hey, don't rate uh, this game based on your first, like three or four matches. Yeah. 
right? Because no, that, that's that's very true. You 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 have to play several matches. It, this is kind of the epitome of easy to learn but hard to master for sure. Yeah, I mean, it just got to the point, yeah, where we were just telling people, hey, the first three four matches you play are gonna suck. Yeah, you'll just get completely obliterated. I, I know for me, I was a little surprised at how it did play a little bit like Battlefield. So I didn't follow Hood terribly closely. I had just seen a couple highlight clips and kind of in one ear out the other. And so there is some strategy in taking spawn points. And so you have to focus on that an awful lot because if you have better spawn points, you're going to win more of the PvP matches. So a lot of it is just managing points A, B, and C, trying to keep those under control. And also, I remember... I remember initially thinking how cool the assassinations were and just how quickly that disappeared in my mind. <laughs> I, I have this very clear memory of my first game where I just ran in and just tried to just swing my hammer like crazy. And I remember I hit a guy once as John and then he sprinted off. And so I just take off after him. He runs inside a church and I follow him around the corner and he's just standing there doing nothing. And so I run up and I go to swing, and he's just holding his dodge, and then I get assassinated. So they laid a trap for me yeah. where one guy was just hiding in the corner. I ran into the church, and he assassinated me. And I thought, oh, here's the strategy. Like, you can actually do stuff like this. At the time, I didn't know if you were already in combat, you could still assassinate. And then later, it became goofy. But in, in, in the very beginning, I actually got really excited. But, you know, it, it just disappeared rather quickly. <laughs> <laughs> excitement followed by crushing disappointment <laughs> yeah it, it went from being oh that's actually really neat to oh this is literally the one mechanic that's really holding this game down i mean it really is you know concrete shoes on an otherwise game breaking very cool idea of it's game. game breaking like let's just cut to the chase we have said we're not playing this game anymore until they fix the assassinations and if they don't fix it I'm not playing anymore, man. Like it's that it really either. is that bad. Like I know we've been we've been touching on this, but when you have a game that has a very neat concept and you know there there's some good bones to this game, but you have this one issue that makes it nigh unplayable or enjoyable, I should say. You can still play the game, but if it's it's completely unenjoyable in its current form, because a huge portion of this game, which is the combat and the PvP portion of it, simply devolves into it's like a hoedown. That's the easiest thing I can think of. You know, where it's like spin your partner round and round, and people are like, uh -huh. you know, they're trading. <laughs> That's what it's like. It's like eight people trying to circle around behind each other. And yeah. when you're, it, like I said, it's it's infuriating. I don't want to harp on it too too much, but it is game breaking. It really is. It sucks the enjoyment out of this game completely for me. I know it does for you, and I don't yep. know why they let this stand. Now it's only been two weeks. I would like to think that the developers who have been very active and communicative to the community, I'd like to think that they take this feedback and do something with it. But if they don't, I'm out skis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it has great bones. There's definitely an enjoyable game here. It just has some rather stupid mechanics. Yeah. All right. Well, Josh, it's time for a break. Let's hear from one of our sponsors. This episode of the Multiplayer Gaming Podcast is brought to you by the Blizzard Gear Store by Fanatics. If you're a long-term listener of the show, you know how much we love Blizzard games here. 
we even have Overwatch as our number one game on our leaderboard. And I've got great news for you guys out there. You can actually help support our show by purchasing Blizzard gear through MultiplayerPodcast.com forward slash Blizzard store. There is clothing for men, women, and children. There's collectibles, toys, so much stuff to browse through and look at. I was taking a look and saw you can order a replica of Genji's sword that you can hang on your wall. There's Lego sets, Diva onesies. What more could you guys want? So please check it out at MultiplayerPodcast.com forward slash Blizzard Store. Now back to the show. Okay, and we are back. So, you know, one thing that you had mentioned a little bit before was Tuck's heal ability. (laughs) So let's talk a little bit about why it's a little bit of an odd ultimate in the game. Let's just talk about all the ultimates. How about that? That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll go ahead and I'll talk about John's ultimate first because I only play as John. I have leveled him up the most because the game does have a perk system that we're not going to get into details on. But basically, you have to level up each individual character, and then you have three different perks that you can equip. And so I just said, okay, I'm just going to focus on John. I want to unlock his higher-end stuff. Basically, you level from 0 to 10, and then at the end of every match, you earn gold. And some of the gold will go toward unlocking perks and cosmetics in your camp, and then the other gold you keep for yourself, which you then have to spend to equip the perks. So I played solely as John, and basically as you do assassinations and you get kills, it builds up your ultimate meter. Generally speaking, you only have a chance to use it maybe twice in a match. I don't know that I've ever used it three times. Yeah, it takes a while to build up an ult. Yeah, it it really does. And so for John, basically you activate it, he smacks his you know hammer to his hand a little bit, and then he has unlimited stamina for a few seconds. So it really does allow you to just go ham and just run in and keep clicking your left click to just, you know, swipe everybody. And so it kind of gives you like a boost. The problem is that most of the time, as soon as you click that, John's think they can jump into a group of four. And guess what happens when you jump into a group of four? Wait, let me wait. You get assassinated. You get assassinated. (laughs) Which, by the way, is the answer to everything in this game. You try to go stealth, you'll get assassinated. You try to fight. The way it's supposed to be, you get assassinated. It's the answer to everything. I remember with one group trying to go stealth, and as John, the big guy, I'm carrying the chest, I get all the way to start cranking the winch. There was a Marianne who had just sat there for what I can only guess was five straight minutes. Oh, yeah. And as soon as I started turning the winch, she jumped out and assassinated me. So, you know, I don't know. But anyway, John's ultimate is unlimited stamina. I think, doesn't it give him a little bit more damage, too? I feel like either he takes reduced damage or he does more damage. I I feel like there is a little bit more than just the stamina, but stamina is such a precious commodity in this game that having unlimited stamina might not sound like a lot if you're listening, but unlimited stamina for 10 seconds is huge because you can just swing like a madman. You can literally take out like two or three people. At, you know, at, at one time, like it's it's a good old. It doesn't sound like it, but it's it's quite powerful until you get assassinated right away, and then it doesn't do anything. <laughs> I was going to say, as long as everyone attacks you one at a time, you might be able to take out two or three. Yeah. Because that's one of the problems with John is he does a leaping strong attack, but it takes so long that any character that dodges it 
can immediately assassinate John because it takes him so long to stand up and turn around. It's very telegraphed. It feels so good when you land that like double overhand flying hammer smash, but it's, it's very easy to kind of see that it's coming uh, and, and dodge out of the way or block too. So (laughs) yeah, I mean, his ult is great. It can really swing the tide of a battle. Uh, So, so then Tux, (laughs) Tux ultimate time to kill. Like we said, is pretty fast. Like, Two hits and you're probably dead. If you, if you just take two shots, unblocked, unadulterated, you're probably a, a corpse on the ground at that point. So it's a pretty fast time to kill. It's not to say that fights can't drag out a little bit because people are blocking and people are dodging and stuff like that. But if you if you just get walloped twice, you're probably on the ground. So Tuck's ultimate is a an AoE group heal that will fully mm-hmm. heal everybody in your group. Now, in theory, that sounds great. I remember thinking like, oh, I'm totally going to play this Tuck guy because he looks cool. I-, I like his weapon and he can AOE heal people, which I'm sure is super beneficial in this game. Well, not really, because people die too fast to really warrant needing a heal. And again, yeah. it goes back to the assassination thing where nine times out of 10, you're just getting assassinated. So a heal does absolutely nothing. And if you are taking a shot or two, you're either dead or you're not, right? Like Tuck's heal is not going to change the course of a fight. No, because if you die, you're back in the action 15 seconds later. Right. So it's not like it's really even that bad of a penalty to die as long as your group regroups and goes in as a team right like there is a lot of strategy to how this game should be played where i see tuck's ultimate being an actual advantage is if you survive a fight there's no healing there's no self-healing there's no healing potions there's nothing like you half your life is gone your half your life is gone forever until you die and respawn so there is the advantage there that maybe he could top people off after a fight so that when the enemy team comes back at you, you're not at a natural disadvantage that way. But it's it's a very weird ultimate. Now, it does also highlight the enemies on the map. So that's honestly probably the better part of it is you can see somebody hiding behind a wall or in a bush or something like that. So right. it's a two part, but the heal part is kind of useless in my opinion. Now, you did touch on something there that I do think is is rather good in Hood, which is where you can ping just about anything in the game and it'll show up to everyone on your team. It's very similar to Apex in that regard. If I middle mouse click on the sheriff, he'll yell, sheriff over here, and you can see the symbol, and you can see it through walls. You can mark enemy players. You can only mark one thing at a time, though, so it's not like you can, you know, click everything. But, you know, one thing that I do find rather interesting about Hood is that it's just not being played a whole lot by a whole lot of people. Like, I just pulled up the listing on Steam Charts, now, you know, granted, we are recording this on a Wednesday evening, so it's not the weekend, but it's 7.15 p.m. Phoenix time, meaning it's not even that late on the East Coast. There were only 592 people playing an hour ago. Ouch. And this game's that only been out for two weeks. Very many people. That's not a good sign. That's not a good sign. Like, I, you know, I, they need to make some serious changes because, like I said, there, there are people that have hopped into Hood they liked it. They thought it was a really great game. And then they got frustrated, just like you and I'd have, you know, and then they mm-hmm. leave. And it's one of those things where, you know, it's people are saying, oh, be patient. The game's only been out two weeks. And then other people are saying, once people leave a game, 
they don't generally tend to come back to that game. Like they'll find another game to play. And then you wind up with these dead communities and stuff like that. And matchmaking in Hood is already an issue because there is no, there's not enough players to have like an MMR or like an ELO rating or something like that to where you're being matched up with people of like skill and level. So the matches are almost completely one sided, one way or the other. You know, it, we've had some wonderful matches where we have just decimated the other team and just flawlessly won everything, every fight, extracted the chest, got all the gold. And it's like, hey, that was great. But then we've also been on the other side of that where we come up against these people that are max level, super coordinated. There's just no chance. And that's very frustrating in a PvP type game to where yep. you feel like nothing you do is going to matter at that point. So, Yeah, an MMR system would solve a lot, but when you only have a 24-hour peak of 979 players, you know they're not even topping 1,000 at the same time, so it might be rough to try to get anything like that. You know, the last thing that I want to mention before we move on to our final segments here is the extraction system is kind of goofy. So once you get your gold chest to the winch, it brings up a pop-up bar at the top. And there are basically six check marks. And basically, whoever is the person to complete the final check mark, their team wins the match. So generally what you do is you'll have one player cranking the winch and the other three are scouting, trying to find the players and fight them off so you can keep cranking the winch. Well, what a lot of teams will end up doing is they'll save their ultimates. They will let you crank it to five and a half check marks. The Robin who has saved his arrows because you only get seven arrows at a time, you know, that now he'll just crack whoever is operating the winch. Well, now it's four V three. They'll come in and, and wipe out your team, crank the winch for 10 seconds, and now they win the match simply because they were able to steal it at the last second. And I think a lot of people feel like that's not very satisfying, honestly, for either group. It feels like a cheap win, and it really sucks when you do 90% of the work and it, you just have the rug pulled out from under you. That's problem number seven? Three? Where, what, <laughs> what problem number are There's we on couple. here, Paul? <laughs> I've lost track at this point. Like, this is the other thing. The major complaint from the community is what is the point of the winch system and the extraction system if the other team can come along and simply just finish out the last tick and they get the win for the entire game? Now, as you hit these checkpoints, you do earn money that you get to keep, but money is really just for cosmetics in this game. So it's not super important anyway. Like, you want the win condition, right? And it just doesn't make a lot of sense that the other team can do the majority of work and then, you know, you lose one fight out of an entire match and now you've lost the entire match. Like, it just doesn't seem right in that regard. I get that because the the bar is so long, it takes a while to crank that wench to extract this thing. So I get maybe they don't want to have the other team have to undo, like, everything that you've done. But it's like yeah. capturing the point, right? There's these control points around the map and you can spawn on them so they're important. But when you stand on a control point, if the other team owns it, it undoes their ownership of it, and then it fills in your ownership of it, just like any other game, right? So it's like the winch mechanic needs something like that, 
because it's terrible the way that it is right now. Like nothing feels worse than to lose one fight and lose the entire match. Like I, they need to fix it. It's another one of those glaring problems. I'm not really sure the best way to do that, but it, this is problem number two that they need to fix because it's infuriating to people. Yeah. It's, it's a very frustrating mechanic. I think that's one of the main takeaways with hood is great idea. Really fun to play in some moments during each match, but ultimately I leave feeling more frustrated than I do having fun. Let me ask you this. Cause, yeah. cause we talk about a lot of the frustrations with this game, right? But there's something in this game that makes me want to play it, even though I know I don't want to play it. Like, I don't mm. know if maybe that's just me. Maybe it's the desire to have this like PvPVE game because we like that genre a lot. But like, I have the game installed still. And part of me is like, man, I, I wouldn't mind a good match of Hood. The problem is the good matches are they're so, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, exactly. Like, they're so yeah. few and far between that if we were to say, okay, let's hop in and let's play, I feel like we're going to leave just ticked off and frustrated more so than we would the, like, oh, that was great, man. That was actually a really fun match, which we have said. Like, it's not that there's not highlights to this game, but there's a part of it. Maybe it's those bones that you talk about that it's like, man, I really want this to work. I want to be able to play this type of game, but it's not, it's not doing it because there's so many things to take away from it. Yeah. I honestly feel like maybe one out of every three matches I'm like, Oh yeah, that was, that was fun. But the other two are just such negative experiences that you know, I, I'll i just end up whining and complaining the whole time we're playing. I'm sure you guys don't like it. I don't like it. It it just sucks. You know, I, I, you know, whatever. All right, so that's how we feel about the game. We do always read some community reviews. So, Josh, you got a couple of reviews that were left on Steam? Paul, boy, I must have slept good last night because I told you in a very excited tone earlier today that I was fully prepared for this episode and I had the reviews Pulled up before we started recording, Paul. So <laughs> one of my favorite parts is saying, "Josh, did you get the reviews?" I know, and then and you get the big eyes. The panic like, sets in, like, "Oh no, yeah. I forgot." <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I did, Paul. Um, all right, so uh, I'm going to start off. We'll start off with a negative one first. So this is not recommended. Yes. This guy has 24 <laughs> hours on record, so he's played a decent bit. Uh, mm-hmm. My experience with Hood is a love-hate relationship to the highest possible degree. I can get Amen. fun out of this game, but at the same time, it is so unbelievably unpolished and scuffed that it makes playing some matches genuinely painful for no real reason other than the game just doesn't feel like working correctly. And the way I read that is like there's just these glaring issues. There's not really a ton of bugs in the game. Like technically it's a sound game. Like it's not like you're crashing to desktop over and over and stuff like that. Don't get me wrong. We did experience a voice chat bug. (laughs) Oh, several times where where you can actually hear other squads that you are not playing with talking over voice chat. And it's the weirdest bug ever, man. So we're old enough to remember the days of, you know, using old phones but you remember when the lines would get crossed and you could hear other conversations that's exactly what this is it you're not even in a match we would just be sitting in camp and you just start randomly hearing another group of four talking it's the weirdest bug yeah that's that one's strange so 
But yeah, that's a good review. It, he touches on a lot of it. It is a love-hate relationship for sure. Okay. Um, so this one is recommended, and this guy has 18 hours on record, so a decent bit of playtime. And he says, well, I like it. Is it a little rough around the edges? Yes. Is the AI a bit iffy? Yes. Is it maybe a tad overpriced? Yes. But I'm having fun with it. <laughs> okay. You know. So all the individual parts yes. are subpar. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. But that's, that's it's the okay. Thing. There is fun to be had in, in Hood. Like, I don't disagree with that guy. It's just you got to take away the frustration part for the fun to shine through. Uh, another another not recommended. This guy, this one's titled "Robbed Blind." <laughs> <laughs> so Hood Outlaws and Legends gives you an authentic triple A game experience in a double A package, in that it lures you in with grand promises of an engaging experience, only to tie you up, beat you down, and rob you of your money. Coming out <laughs> as a bug ridden mess with a non existent matchmaking system and a voice chat system from hell. The only thing this game's got going for it is its shiny leather boots and the oh so tantalizing potential. Yeah. I think that's the key thing. This game, honestly, that's the only thing it has going for it is potential. Which is sad because it's great potential, but man, it's not it's not realized yet. Um, this this is like the athlete who has all the talent in the world, but they just can't stop using drugs and getting in trouble with the law. (laughs) Exactly. Like, it's like, if you could just get your act together, you have all the talent, you know, you can't teach some skills and abilities that are in this game. You know, they, they understand some of that, but yeah, it's just so held back. (laughs) All right. This one's recommended. This one's pretty funny too. It's a short one. 10 hours on record. I am upvoting this so I don't end up playing this game alone. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. So a manipulative positive recommendation. (laughs) I'm not sure that was actually a positive review there. Um, Another recommended. This one's quick. Uh, I take pride in knowing I am likely a reason someone decided to write a negative review about Marianne. Oh, so yeah. there's there's been a lot of discussion about the character balance in this game. We have experienced this. We played a match against this one dude that was an amazing Marianne and absolutely just decimated our whole team over and over and over again. We couldn't hit her. We couldn't kill her. Like this dude was baller. He was kudos to him. He knew the he knew the character. He knew how to play her very, very well. But there was nothing we could do about it. But what's funny is that everybody complains about every character being overpowered or broken in some way which probably lends itself to saying the characters themselves are probably pretty balanced yeah it seems like most people think john and marianne are the two best but yeah see i don't think john's that that strong though you just don't get hit by the hammer man well easier said than done it's easy to catch people off guard yeah all right. Um, I, I mean, uh, there's a lot more that goes on. I mean, most of the negative ones talk about the same things that we've kind of already touched on. A lot of the positive ones talk about when matches do go right, they really are a lot of fun. And it's a, like you said, the potential for this game is, is there. So when, when it hits on that potential, it does feel really good. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, it, you know, like I said, the, the consensus is there for the, both the positives and the negatives. All right, Paul. So a little game that we like to play is to see what you think the rating, the overall Steam rating, so on a scale of 0 to 100%, what do you think the community 
has rated this game? All right. So I wrote down my answer because I had to check the Steam description. I knew that this game was not going to be really high. I thought it would be decent. So I wrote down 83%. Oh, my goodness. We are super on par with each other, Paul. I wrote down down? 82%. Uh, I was the same. I was exactly uh the same thought process is there's going to be people that don't like it. It's a new release and there are some balance issues and stuff like that with the assassinations and the matchmaking and stuff. So I thought people were going to not be super positive on it, but I think there was enough there that people would enjoy it. So the actual percentage, and this might be a record, Paul, is 59%. 59 59 is is still the lowest i think PUBG was like 48 percent or something like that oh my yeah it was really low oh my goodness so yeah 59 so we're not alone in sharing our frustrations what we're saying here is what a lot of people no one's in the middle there's not a lot of people saying hood is a seven and a half out of ten you either think it's great and perfectly balanced and you think everyone else is crazy or you do not understand the assassinations and you just say how anyone could like this i have no idea it's It's very very disparate yeah yeah and honestly i mean if they fix some of the issues this is a game that i would be happy to go back to in a month or two just to see what they've done because you know the bones are there the the foundation the idea is solid we like this genre like i'm willing to give this game another try for sure but just not right now man i don't want to do that to myself so <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right well i guess that means i uh i won huh by one percentage point by one percentage yep <laughs> so yeah we're we're running a little short on time we got only a few minutes left but josh go ahead and take us into the next segment let's hit that music Hey, Marianne, you want to assassinate me in the middle of a fight and really tick me off <laughs> for the 12th time this this match? Mm. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go, go ahead. How about you introduce? What, what is this segment? All right. So this segment is Make Love, Marry, or Murder. This is how we are going to personally rate this game. Uh, you know, murder is, hey, we hate this game. We probably are going to caution you away from it. Uh, make love is hey this is a fun game might not be you know long lived might not be everybody's cup of tea but we think it's definitely worth playing Mary is hey everybody should play this game you're gonna absolutely love it probably gonna be playing it for months to come um, this one's easy for me Paul this is a straight up murder oh it's it's, it's a, the easiest murder I've I've done in a while <laughs> yeah it's I, I I want to like this game there's like I said I mentioned I hinted on it earlier there's a part of me maybe I'm just a glutton for punishment too maybe that's what it is but there's like a part of me that still wants to play this game and and like and just slap myself in the face over and over <laughs> I don't yeah, know see, man I, I'm not a hundred percent there with you I have zero desire to play yeah. this game until they make any changes. This is our first consensus murder in quite some time. I think so. It deserves it. I, I mean, I hate to say that because I know these developers pour their heart and souls into these games, but you have to fix two major issues. Fix your matchmaking, which if you only have 500 concurrent users, I don't know that you, you can can't. do. Like, that's you a can't. sad fact, right? 
The other thing is fix the assassinations. I feel like people were willing to give this game a try, but then just like us, but then they left because it's just infuriating and nobody wants to play a video game that just ticks them off nonstop. This is the kind of game that everyone in the party just decides we're all going to rage quit at the same time. Yeah. Like the match ends. All right, guys, I'll see you later. I'm yeah, it's not off. like two people like, yep, are I'm like, done. oh, that was great. And the other two are like, no, that was terrible. <laughs> Everybody is just like, okay, guys, I'm, I'm out. Like, I'll, I'll see you guys later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So double murder. Double murder. All right. Well, let's go to the leaderboard and see where this oh. game stacks up. All right, so if you are new to the show, every time we deep dive a game, Josh and I decide where we want to rate it on our overall leaderboard. So if you go to MultiplayerPodcast.com, right there on the main page, we have our leaderboard, which currently has 42 games on it. And even though these games come from wildly different genres and different prices, we just try to compare them, even though we're comparing apples to oranges, and decide where we think the game rates compared to everything else. So, based on the <laughs> fact that this is a double murder... <laughs> Paul, I, I, got, I, I got a question for you. This is uh-huh. going to make this easy. Uh-huh. Would you rather rage quit and be infuriated by Escape from Tarkov? Would you rather be infuriated by Valorant? Or would you rather be infuriated by... <laughs> My hood, <laughs> because for me, it falls into the same category of of those of all three of those. Okay, so out of our list of one to forty two, you want to put it somewhere in the thirty two to thirty four range. Is this what you're saying? I, I think it fits into the that for me anyway. It fits into that category of like these are games that just tick me off, and I don't really yeah. have a lot of fun with. What about you? This this is not hyperbole. I'm not joking. To me, it's number 43. <gasps> it is dead last for me on this list. Is it really? I find this game utterly unenjoyable. Nine times out of ten. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. I, I would put it dead last. I'm a little bit higher on you than, than you are. I'd rather play Sea of Thieves. <laughs> Josh, I would rather play Sea of Thieves <laughs> no! than this. No! I would rather play Halo Reach. Say Todd, it's not true. Todd, this is your lucky day. This might be the first time that we're not pushing Halo down if oh I get my, my way goodness. because I'd put this below all of those. Wow. I, that I don't know that there's harsher words coming from you, Paul. No. <laughs> to say you would put it below Sea of Thieves? Yeah. I, I, well, and to correct, I loved Sea of Thieves for two hours and there was nothing <laughs> new to do. It's, it's rinse and repeat, the same thing. But those two hours of sea of thieves are better to me than unlimited matches in hood oh man so if we're gonna meet somewhere in the middle i think the real question is do we put this above or below halo reach which is at 38 you know the answer to that one it's always above it's always over (laughs) um i mean I I'm a little bit higher than you on hood. It's one of those things where it's like, I don't want people to think that we're recommending this game to them. Right. You know what I mean? Because we are its, not in its current it. state. We are not. Now that's not to say again, that months down the road, maybe they don't fix everything. And this turns into a really enjoyable game to play. But as of right now, your money is better spent elsewhere. 
Um, I'm, I'm fine putting it lower, to be honest. Like, Valorant has some pretty redeeming qualities. Like, it is a very well-polished game. Uh, Escape from Tarkov, honestly, same way. They're just not our cup of tea. Hood, on the other hand, has major issues that make it not fun. And Valorant and Escape from Tarkov don't have those issues. They're just too sweaty and hardcore for me. So right. I could definitely see putting it near the bottom. If, if that's really where you're feeling, it probably belongs. So I know there's obviously an element of personal preference in the leaderboard. I try to look at it more from like a a critical standpoint. You know, when we play Halo Reach, it's just a 20-year-old game, right? It was fantastic when it came out, but when you try to play it today, the mechanics are dated. I'm not going to play that over Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War because Cold War is just so much better. But Hood has game-breaking mechanics that are intentional they were coded into the game. It's not even terribly buggy. It's just game-breaking mechanics that just boggle my mind that I don't understand. You know, so to me, that's why I would really push it super low. Um, All right. But why, why don't you just throw, throw it out there? What, what are you th- thinking? I, I can't put it above Sea of Thieves. But let's put it under one under Sea of Thieves. I, I can't. <laughs> okay. I, so I you're meeting me that far down. We're gonna I put will. It I don't. I don't think I have it in my heart to play to put it at the very very bottom because honestly, okay. I'd rather play Hood than Overcooked. You know, as far as that goes. But and I like Sea of Thieves a lot more than you do. So let's put it forty two. I'll okay. give you. It's still the bottom of the barrel. Like this is the slop you don't want to get into. <laughs> It's been a very long time since we've been this critical of a game. I feel like we were pretty critical of Cuphead, but that was more because of the It's just the multiplayer. Cuphead is a phenomenal game. Right. Cuphead, a single player is a phenomenal game. But yeah, exactly. This game, there's just too much wrong with it. There there really is. There's a lot that they need to fix. Uh, if it was just bugs, like Outriders, right? Like Outriders, super buggy, but much higher up on our leaderboard because it's such a great game. You know, it, and what works works fantastic, right? Exactly. Whereas Hood, I don't know that they'll ever change it, and I'm going to make the assumption that they want these assassinations to to stay. And if they do, boy, you don't want it's play a core it. mechanic, right? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, I don't I, see I it think going. Forty two is is good. All right. We'll lock in this dumpster fire <laughs> at 42 out of 43. You know, it's, it's subject to change, right? If if they improve this game like No Man's Sky, yeah. right? We've seen games catapult out of nowhere into greatness. You know, I'm open to the idea of that. But as it stands, as of May 26th, 2021, when we're recording this, oof, it's a yeah. dumpster fire. Yeah, stay away. Stay away. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this complaint sesh on gaming, <laughs> even though we were not fans of Hood. It's fun to, it, like, it's fun to do some games that aren't all like yeah. just, you know, awesome. They can't all like, be great. Yeah, exactly. You know, people, we're, we're not doing our jobs if we recommend every game to people. You know, if, you know, it, some people might love it and they're going to think like you guys are crazy and you're stupid because Hood is awesome. And if you like the game, I'm super happy that you like it. But for us, I mean, it's at the bottom of our leaderboard. I should tell you something. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Well, you know, once again, we would like to ask you to help support the show. You can do that heading over to MultiplayerSquad.com, where you can help support us on Patreon. Also, you can hit us up on social media at MultiplayerPod. We'd love to hear your guys' thoughts about Hood. We'd love to hear suggestions for other shows. And make sure to come join our free Discord server 
Uh, there's really no reason not to, and you just might get a free graphics card, so <laughs> c- come join us there. And then we will be back with our next episode on Thursday, covering This Week in Gaming. We'll see you guys then. Did I just get assassinated for the 12th time? I hate this Dang game, Paul. <laughs> Why am I playing this? <laughs> Let's go play Overwatch. <laughs> Thank goodness. See you, everybody.